Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. What does ponder actually mean? Well, according to the dictionary, it means think about something carefully, especially before making a decision or reaching a conclusion. Well, as you know, on the Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity podcast episodes, we allow women to share their stories in a non-judgmental way about why they stepped out of their relationships. But there are so many other interesting topics that we all need to learn from and not to judge right away. So let's talk about it now. Let's ponder. Welcome to Let's Ponder on Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. Today is going to be a fun episode, I think. A while back, I put out the request on social media as well as on um, here asking people for their worst, funniest, best, whatever, cheesiest pickup line that they've ever heard, used, whatever. And I had some fun feedback. The best ones I think I got were from people on Twitter um, who were also uh, podcasters. And so um, I'm looking forward to um, putting theirs out and also giving you guys a heads up about the name of their podcast as well. So that'll be kind of fun. Once again, I must apologize in advance. If you hear any strange sounds, I'm still currently not at my home in my studio to record, um, but I am at a place where it is known as the Crazy Dog Ranch. (laughs) Um, And uh, so from time to time, you might hear a dog bark. We do have um, a couple of extra dogs currently in the house. And so, you know, when one barks, they all bark. So if you hear anything, just know it's one of our lovely little dogs and hopefully by next weekend or weekend after I'll be able to be back down at my home in my home studio recording for you. Yay! Um, Before we get on to the cheesy lines, I wanted to share some feedback that I received in regards to Let's Ponder episode eight and it was about the infidelity and divorce one that the lawyer had shared. And it was some really great information. And um, again, I just make sure you know, it's not that way in every state, but um, he really did give some good information that is something to consider um, if you're proceeding uh, with a divorce due to infidelity and things like that. Okay, so this one starts out, hi, Rebecca. So I just listened to your Ponder episode eight, Infidelity and Divorce. The worst I've heard was when a betrayed wife fought for custody of two pet dogs. The wayward husband loved the dogs and didn't want to let them go. The judge ordered split custody of the pets. When the wife took custody, she had both dogs put down out of pure spite. The judge and both sets of lawyers couldn't believe it. The judge went through her and the husband got everything. I, 
I'm, oh, how could you do that to those dogs? I don't get it. I'm a dog lover. I'm a pet lover. And that is criminal. That is just sick and criminal. Okay. And then um, this person went on to say, after my ex-sister-in-law's affair, my brother had to move out of the beautiful family home and parted from his kids. She moved in her affair partner, but it was a very unhappy home. Though no fault of his own, had to move into a small apartment and only got to see his kids on the weekend. One of the first weekends, he came to collect them, and the affair partner answered the door and was disrespectful to my brother. He took the bait and had the affair partner against the wall by the throat. The next week, my brother got a letter stating physical violence against the affair partner and that he was unfit to any custody. <sighs> yes, poking the bear. Let's let's see what kind of problems we can uh, create and make things worse. I am so sorry that that happened, but these are good examples of divorce and infidelity. So thank you for sending this in. I appreciate it. Infidelity. Both women and men alike have found themselves in situations where they have become unfaithful to their spouse or partner. On the podcast, Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, you hear stories from women who have been unfaithful, but want to share their stories to help others in similar situations or to help other people understand why sometimes infidelity happens. But there is still so much more. How does a man cope when he finds out that his wife, girlfriend, or partner has cheated? What are the reasons why a man chooses to cheat? Are they similar to why a woman does? Or maybe you are the other man or the other woman in a relationship. I knew in my gut that she was still at least chatting with him. She denied it. Our marriage languished. I was miserable. No trust, no romance, no sex. I felt completely unwanted and undesired. About a year later, and still zero sex, my wife left for work and forgot her phone. Not long before that, I happened to see her type her passcode, so I tried it. Unlocked. I knew I was invading her privacy, but my gut told me she was hiding something. She was. To hear the rest of this story and other stories like this, please visit the website rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link. For a $3 a month pledge, you will get access to these additional episodes, as well as early access to regularly released episodes. If you have a story that you would like to be considered for a future podcast, please email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. All submissions will always be anonymous. And always remember, no judgment. So I wanted to share with you an article from the psychologytoday.com website. Um, it is called The Science of Pickup Lines by Jeremy Nicholson, MSW, PhD, known as the Attraction Doctor. 
The science of pickup lines. Research reveals that the right line can interest just who you're looking for. It's an older article. It's posted September 30th of 2014, but we know cheesy lines have been around as long as dating and all of that type of stuff. So welcome back to the Attraction Doctor. In previous posts, I've discussed who might find pickup techniques appealing or off-putting and even spoken with a pickup artist about his views. That reminds me of that movie. I totally forgot about it until I saw that. Do you guys remember it was in the 80s, about 88? 88? Molly Ringwald and um, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Okay. More generally, I've shared how men attract women by displaying unique features or making an impression with their personality. I've even explained how men successfully flirt and ask a woman out. Now, I'd like to share something of the science behind pickup lines. As it turns out, these funny, corny, and even cliche lines are sometimes quite effective, but not every pickup line will be appealing. And different lines may impress or attract different women. Therefore, the line a man chooses, if any, may tell a woman a lot about him and influence his success in asking her for a date. Researching the best and worst. Pickup lines were first scientifically evaluated by Bale, Morrison, and Carroll, C-A-R-Y-L, in 2006. These researchers collected 40 lines from various movie, TV, book, and internet sources. Then they both asked male and female participants to rate the effectiveness of each line for beginning of a conversation with a woman. The participants' responses indicated that pickup lines highlighting a man's athleticism, culture, wealth, and generosity would most likely lead to further conversation, while those that were simply empty compliments or overtly sexual were judged to be the least effective. This line of research was further explored by Cooper and Associates, Cooper, O'Donnell, Carroll, Morrison, and Bale in 2007. These researchers used the same pickup lines again and asked male and female participants to rate them. This time, however, they gave personality tests to the participants too. The initial results supported those found by Bale et al. 2006 above. Generally, pickup lines that showed off some aspect of a man's positive attributes or value as a mate were seen most effective. These lines were especially appealing to women who were self-conscious, shy, or anxious, and looking for a friendly and considerate man. In contrast, women who were more outgoing and energetic preferred humorous and direct lines from men, as they desired leadership characteristics in a mate. Finally, women whose personality tests revealed them to be aggressive, impulsive, or risk-takers tended to be a bad boy type, and they preferred lines featuring generic compliments as well as overtly sexual lines. Therefore, the authors concluded, pickup lines serve as an advertisement filter and screening device. The type of a line a man chooses says something about his personality and attributes. Similarly, whether a woman finds a particular type of line appealing says something about her personality and attributes as well. How to use pickup lines. <laughs> Given the research, when in doubt, it will usually benefit a man who chooses to use a pickup line to try one that highlights something about his value as a mate, his athleticism, culture, wealth, or generosity. 
This will immediately allow him to highlight his uniquely attractive features and his personality. It will help the woman begin to see why he may be appealing, especially if she is shy or nervous herself. Follow-up conversation, of course, can help build a more of a connection, leading to asking the woman out in a more comfortable, indirect manner. Guys who like to take the lead and who seek to meet more outgoing women, on the other hand, may benefit from adding a bit of humor to their lines and, in general, being more direct. The type of woman they desire may appreciate someone who breaks the ice more overtly and asks for what he wants directly. Such boldness will signal his confidence in leadership. Although it may turn some women off, it will be more likely to pique the interest of extroverted women, especially when a man is persuasive too. Finally, men looking for short-term flings with adventurous women will likely employ a more overtly sexual line. In this situation, it's a tactic that seems to interest risk-taking women while turning off almost everyone else. Other research on pickup techniques confirms that bold and sexual behavior that appears sexy to these types of women comes off as insulting to others. And I can understand that. I ugh. I don't like it when somebody sends me a message, A, that I don't know, and it was unsolicited, and then to have it finally be something really inappropriate or whatever. It's like, dude, no thanks. Okay. Given the research, it appears that pickup lines can attract women, impress them, and launch a conversation. Further research on the success of lines deployed by women would be valuable as well. Therefore, it pays to know what type of partner you are after when you use a particular type of line, or when you respond to one. And for more dating and relationship advice, visit attractiondoctor.com and follow his Facebook page. Um, 2014 by Jeremy S. Nicholson. And I'll have the link, of course, in my episode notes so that you guys can follow up if you wanted to. I think, I think a lot of what he says is very true. And um, we'll, we'll be able to read a little bit here in these uh, um, lines that were sent to me. And some people, you know, talk about, of course, what happened in uh, when they used it or it was used on them. So these lines were, again, ones that were sent to me. These are not anything that I picked up from articles or anything like that. So <laughs> some of them are funny, some of them are dumb. <laughs> but this is fun. Is that a mozzarella stick in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> to be fair, it was a joke and I knew the person and this is what he said. And this is actually a guy I went to high school with. But I wouldn't have known that this is what he would have said. <laughs> we should go out for pizza and then screw. No? You don't like pizza? <laughs> if I told you you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? My response, okay, which one of the Bellamy brothers are you? There is a song and my band back in the 80s and 90s would cover it. I don't know when the original song came out, probably in the 70s, by a country duo, Brothers, the Bellamy Brothers. And it was, if you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? And yeah, being uh, 17 years old in a band with your dad and a couple of other guys that are older, uh, and the one that sang it was like in his 60s at the time, it was 
really kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. In my 20s, I had a guy hit on me in a club and basically said, I see myself going to bed with you. I was on a date with a woman and I tried not to laugh at him, but it was cheesy. And that was sent in by a man at a bar. Hey, you got a killer ass. Want to go to my place and fuck? And yes, it worked on me. She was so caring. (laughs) All right, then. I like this next one. Should I call God and let him know he is missing an angel? Oh, I think that's sweet. This one is my favorite, and I'll tell you why afterwards. I am intrigued about your podcast. Maybe we should talk about it over coffee or breakfast or lunch and dinner and then breakfast again the next day. That was used on me. (laughs) And here I am, still with him. And if you guys follow me on social media, you've seen my picture with him. And things are going good with him still. In fact, we just told his mother, before I started recording this tonight, about that line. And he said, but it worked. And she just laughed. So, yes, that was, I remember clearly responding to him. I was at lunch at work and (laughs) messaging him from my phone through the um, site that we were talking on. And, uh, yeah, a good choice that uh, I uh, used that line or I, I received the line well. And he is very humorous and funny, and he still is. So that's just... I'm lucky. I'm very lucky that I've met him and have him in my life. Okay, next one. And this is actually one of my best friends, and she sent this one over. Well, this wasn't cheesy, but it was a little creepy. When I was 29, I was waiting in a hotel lobby in Seattle on a bench for a group of people to travel to a conference. This airline pilot in his dress uniform with a hat on walks in, looks me up and down, This guy was in his 60s and asked me if I would go have dinner and spend the evening with him. I was actually attending a Christian women's conference at a very large church. I quickly declined the invitation. It embarrassed me because I felt as though he saw me as a call girl or something. Oh man, that must make you feel icky. Okay, here's another one that I (laughs) think is funny. Are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only 10 I see. Failed miserably. So switching over to the ones that I got from Twitter. And um, a lot of these were from other podcasters. So this first one is from the Family Plot Podcast. Never used it, but my favorite is Nice Shoes, Wanna Fuck? Never heard of it being used successfully by anyone, I believe. And... I had a friend named Brandon who used to open with, Hi, I'm Brandon, but enough about me. Tell me about you, your hopes, your dreams, your telephone number. Believe it or not, that worked about 50% of the time. (laughs) Okay, the next one is from the Feminists Without Mystique podcast. My co-host would go up to guys and say, The Titanic, that was crazy, huh? It actually worked as an icebreaker more than one might expect. Now that seems like it's a play on words a little bit, doesn't it? (laughs) An icebreaker, Titanic. 
get it? Womp womp. Okay, from the In Bed with Nikki podcast. I had to think on this one. Not a pickup line, but more confusing. I once had a guy walk up to me and say, Hey, me and some friends are going to see Independence Day. Then just walked away. <laughs> that reminds me of that show on, um, oh God, the True Channel, where the four friends are... Um, Oh, they dare each other to do something stupid. I, gosh, they're from the East Coast, and I cannot think of the name of the show. Um, they have the funniest stuff, but, you know, they go up and they have to grab something off of somebody's plate or do something. Anyways, I thought it was funny. Then there's this one. Is your father a meat burglar? Because it looks like he stole two hams and put them down the back of your pants. It ended well. Dated for three months. Ha! That's a good one. Okay, this one is from the Yeti Yef from Podcast 8750. How much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice. Hi, my name is Jeff. I think that's cute. I think that's funny. Oh, no, this one is good, too. Hey, is your father a terrorist? No, why? Because you're the bomb. Oh, my God. From the I Had to Say It podcast. Hey, you want to come back to my place and do all the shit I'm going to tell everyone we did anyway? (laughs) From the Short Short podcast. Please dial 911. Why? Because you got me on fire. (laughs) This, this This next one's... If you were a booger, I'd pick you first. And it's funny because the guy I'm seeing has something similar, um, something like, oh, God, something about, I'm going to have to ask him. Hold on. I'll be right back with him. So what was that that you always say that's so goofy? I don't know if I always say it, but I wouldn't shit you. You're my favorite turd. He is such a nut. He is always... I can try and talk serious with him, but he turns everything into a joke a lot of the times where he's got some kind of silly humor behind it to the point where sometimes I'm like, "Uh, I'm being serious. And so, anyways. Okay, so just a couple more. This is from the Reverie... Yeah, Reverie True Crime Podcast. I'm trying to think of a pickup line that has been used on me before, but it's usually stupid cat calls or, hey girl, come here and let me talk to you. Like, no, gross. (laughs) And then the Malice After Midnight podcast. In one of our episodes, a guy's pickup line was that he was the king of one night stands. Uh, just what every woman really wants. Well... There might be times when that's okay, but for the most part, that's definitely something to brag about, I guess. I'm the king of one-night stands. I'm so cool. Anyway, so thank you guys all for participating that sent in. I just think it's fun once in a while just to do something goofy and silly because, you know, the show is a pretty serious topic, and I enjoy having... um, some fun once in a while so thank you guys all so much for um 
for that. And then if you have some ideas for Let's Ponder episode, shoot me an email um, and we will go from there. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. I hope this podcast has been helpful to you. And if you are interested in sharing your story, always know it is anonymous. You can visit my website at rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on Story Guides. And there you will find an outline to help you form your story for the podcast. While you're visiting my website, feel free to vote for me to be in the Hot 50 Countdown for Podcast Magazine. Visit the merch store in case you're interested in some no-judgment coffee mugs or a tote bag. If you are interested in subscribing to Patreon for those extra episodes and my bloopers, you can also subscribe directly from my website by clicking on Patreon. Also, if you could please rate and review me where you listen to your podcasts, especially on Apple, that would be great, as it will help others find this show. Feel free to email me anytime at rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. Thank you again for all of your support. Please be kind to one another, stay well, stay happy, and always remember, no judgment. Goodbye. Goodbye.